0: Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry, and increase God's blessing upon you. It's good to see everyone here tonight. I'm excited about what the Lord has spoken to my spirit to bring to you. So let's let's turn to the Book of Joshua tonight, Joshua chapter three and verse three. And if you will help me, I promise you, we won't be here long. Joshua 3 and 3, and we're going to read through verse 5. And it commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests and the Levites bearing it, you shall remove from your place and go after it. Somebody say, Move. move. Say, Move. move. I got to move. And you, I got to move. Say, I got to move. I got to move. We got to move. And there you shall see a space in between it and its two thousand cubits by the measure, and come come not near unto it, that ye shall know by which ye must go. And for ye not shall have not passed this way henceforth. You we fixing to go to places, church, that we had never been before. We about to experience and see things that we have never seen before. We, As a body, we can sit here and say, I've I've been around this mountain long enough. Is there somebody that came into into the house tonight and said, I'm tired of doing the same old, same old. I'm ready to see something different. I'm ready to see God begin to heal. I'm ready to begin to see blind eyes open. Is there anybody following me? I'm ready to see something that I had never seen before. And this is what Joshua said unto the people. Sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow, the heat's been on, and it's pretty warm in here. And I, I'm telling you, I got chill bumps standing on my back right now. Sanctify yourself for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. Say, I got to sanctify myself. Because he wants to do something. Can I preach to you tonight for the next few moments? It's time to move. It's time to move. Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and this great body. God, I, I feel a spirit of expectations like no other that I've ever felt in this house. God, every service that I come, I look for something new and something different because, God, I, I know you're, you're moving among us. And, God, I pray tonight that I can stay, say something, Lord, that you have given me, Lord, that will stir some hearts, change some minds, And help us to move beyond where we are into the next rim that you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Could you give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you're seated. There are two rules in life that my GM put on a board uh, for us to look at. And it caught me and I began to look at it and think, think over it just as soon as he wrote it down. Two rules in life. One is never give up. Two, never forget rule one. And that hit me, and I began to think about it. I can't quit it. nothing. It's just not in me. I'm not a quitter. If if I'm gonna do something, I want to win. I like being number one. If there's a winner and a loser, I want to be the winner. And if there's not a loser, I'm almost not interested in being a part of it. That's that much. Comp- that's how much I compete So I'll set a level for myself And I try to achieve more than what I want to beat it I don't just want to make it And I, I remember years back I would have troubles with goals in my life Because I, I would set a goal And I would set it so high because I wanted to make it And I couldn't quite get there before my deadline And it would frustrate me So I, I began to leave goals alone Because I didn't want to I hated losing them. I did not like goals and I, was, I would stay away from them. But now I guess as, as I've I got old and I compete in ball less and different things, I'm ready to take those goals on. I want to beat them. I don't just want to barely beat them. I want to smoke them. Is there anybody in here tonight that, that, that you're looking around in your life and you said, I've set these goals And I don't just want to beat them. I want to beat them. Come on now, help me. Prayer went forth in the prison for Peter. Brother Wilbanks related to, to Sunday at the end of his message Sunday morning. And the Bible says the angel came down and began to walk Peter out of that prison. Tonight, there may be something happening in your life that God has moved in and began to move you to another level. But but as the he said he made the statement, as far as the angel could take him, Peter could have sat there and and began to leave it, just stayed right there. Well the this is as far as the angel took me. This is as far as God took me. But he didn't he didn't just stay there. He began to go and carry out if you keep reading the scriptures it talks about that the Spirit told Peter, he said, you go start telling everybody about it. Peter was like, Well, I might get caught. I'm, so they might come after me. He said, You just spread it abroad. They're not coming after you. And the Bible says they did not come. Why was, was it so important? God wanted to show Himself manifested in His people. Can I tell you tonight, it doesn't matter where you are, there's some angels coming to move you because God wants to show Himself to His people. He wants to manifest Himself as your healer, He wants to manifest Himself as your provider. He wants to manifest among these people, not the church down the road. I I hope He does for them too. But I'm talking about this body that I attend church with. I see God uh, pouring His Spirit in this place. And I feel it in my spirit like never before that God wants to show you that He is your God. In Romans 8 and chapter 28, the Bible says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Somebody say, All things. All things. Good, bad, in the middle, it doesn't matter. It's all things. Everything works together. The Bible says, I picked this up from from Brother Randall a couple of Sundays ago, so y'all have to bother. I have to give him his his credit because I told him. When Adam was born and was uh, in the garden, everything that Adam needed was provided. Everything that Adam needed to sustain life was provided. Everything Adam needed to have fun was provided. Everything Adam needed for any aspect of his life, it was there because it was a perfect place. We sit around and look in our lives at what we don't have. I'm missing this and I'm missing that and I, I need this and I need that. But can I tell you that when the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost, we received everything in this life that you and I are going to need to excel. We received every spirit. It was all provided that day. He said, I'll send my spirit back. He sent his spirit back. If he was, if he was lonely, he sent your, your, your comforter. If he was needing something, he sent his provider. Throughout the Old Testament, He was identified as small things. But can I tell you tonight, in our presence, He is the I am that I am. He is everything that we need. He has provided perfection for us. He's provided uh, that that new job that you need. He's provided those, those things that you need for your health. I'm telling you, we are in a spirit of perfection right now. We may still have have our elements, but I'm telling you, the spirit that that felt that is falling in this house. Service after service is a spirit that wants to perfect its people, because he wants you to do like what Peter done. He wants you to go to work and tell what God done. I was bound by this, and, and an angel pulled me out. I was I, I was needing this, and something led me that direction and I began to find exactly what I needed. Is somebody ready to to follow the Spirit? Are you ready to follow after it? Noah was purposed to build an ark, although it may not have, have saved everyone, it saved his family. Can I present to you tonight that in your devastation, that God may be using your devastation, what you're in right now. As a purpose, your life that you feel like has no purpose in it, no no driving, nothing desired for it. You're just out there Noah every day building an ark that nobody else believes in. There was nobody out there that believed in what Noah was doing. There may be nobody in your life right now that believe what you're doing. But I'm telling you, right in the middle of everything going on, there's going to storm break out. And they're gonna need an ark. While everything else was going around cool and, and holiness wasn't, wasn't cool and, and going to church wasn't cool, and what I was doing, I'm building an ark for one day. One day life's gonna hit me. One day life's gonna come and, and I'm gonna need an ark. You, you, may, you may feel like you don't have purpose, but God has chosen this right here in Noah's life to cleanse the world of sin. I don't know what I'm doing, Noah. Out here building this ark with you every day. But I tell you what. There's going to come a day that God's going to cleanse this world again. And I'm going to be a part of the purpose that God has in my life. It may not be standing on a stage playing a guitar in front of thousands. It may not be playing football at in, in, in a Super Bowl. But I tell you what it is. One day there's going to storm arise. And the purpose in my life I want it to fulfill. And I want to be moving to where God's headed. The three Hebrew boys Although they were living in captivity Their stance Was what changed the mind of a nation It changed the whole mind Brother David of a nation Because they made a stance They they would not bow What if that was the purpose for us tonight Was that the purpose that That we make a move That we stand Against everything around us And who would it change whose mind would whose life would it affect if i made a stance that i'm a, that i believe in jesus name baptism whose whose mind would it change if i made a stance that i wouldn't bow that that you don't that that, that you got to be baptized in jesus name it's time we move into those things and we make a stance because i promise you the church is going to be glorious right now we may be looking like 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 we we we're the underdogs. Being, a, being an old Miss fan, I'm used to it. we always the underdogs. They had us an underdog against Mississippi State last night, and we won. I'm not scared to be an underdog. I like it because when, when I come up, you're going to know something that I put forth more effort. i done something that wasn't just the norm. I may have had to praise a little harder than you did to get where I'm at. I may have had to pray a little harder to get where I'm at right now than you did. But I tell you what, watch me. Here I come. I'm an underdog and I want to win. Babylon was trying to feed these boys some things that they did not want. They wanted to influence them, but they they wasn't going to eat on those things that, were, that would affect them. They said, no, 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 no. I'm not eating of it. Daniel, I'm going to keep praying. Those three Hebrew boys stood there. And they wouldn't eat of the things that the world were eating on. Babylon was trying to feed them. You got to watch what we take in. Watch what we watch. Watch what we read and see. Why? Because they're trying to influence us and mess with our minds and affect our purpose. There's a purpose for Egypt. Can I tell you tonight? I don't like where I'm at. I don't like this. But can I tell you that it was while they were in Egypt that God began to raise up a nation. It wasn't while they were in good times living under a prophet. It wasn't while Sam, that, that all the prophets before Samuel and them that were able to, to make them live a glorious life. It was when they were in Egypt And there was taskmasters over them. And they were having to work every day. And they were eating on the Egyptians' food. That they became a whole nation. Where you are right now, you may feel like you're in in Egypt. You may feel like you're in captivity. Just stay there. Enjoy Egypt while you're there. Because you're going to develop into something strong. While they were there, they became a nation that could have overtook Egypt at any moment in time. The only difference is we can't let our mindset become Egyptians. While I'm here, I'm going to grow. While I'm in this season of life, I'm going to grow. While I'm in this wintertime, I'm going to do things that I normally wouldn't do in the summertime. How many know that it's a season in life we're in? Guess what about seasons? Seasons don't stay forever. One day it's not going to be cold and cloudy out there. I can go fishing, Brother Will. There's going to be a season come in my life that I can go swimming when the water gets warmer. I'm not an ice water guy. I like warm water. That's when I swim. I like to see if I can stand it as hot as I can get it. But there's going to be a new season in my life. Can I tell you tonight that there's going to be a new season in your life? You're not always going to be in Egypt. But while I'm in Egypt, I want to make sure that I'm letting those taskmasters get a hold of me. While I'm in Egypt, I want to make sure I'm, get, I'm growing as big as I can get. While I'm in Egypt, somebody tonight needs to grab a hold of that word that I'm just telling you. It may be quiet in here. You can be quiet. But I'm telling you, I feel... I feel that somebody needs to grab a hold of this. I don't like where I'm at, so I'm just going to live here. I'm just, I, they, bring me, they bring me flesh pots every night. I, I can survive on that. And if I get up and leave, I don't get that anymore. I will never forget when I left Ashley Furniture, the scariness of going into a commission-based job. I knew I was going to get a, a whole $11.75 when I worked in packing. When I moved to the line, I knew I was going to make a, about, about $15 an hour on that sofa line. and Moving them as fast as I could. But I knew there was something more out of there. Out there. As, I, as I opened that door and I began to walk down there that last day that I handed them my badge, I was like, what in the world am I going to do next? Scared to death. Scared to death. But after 10 years... Of hitting the gr- ground there. I'm not scared of, of a commission based job anymore. I've seen that God is a provider. I've seen that when I pay my tithes and offerings. That he, he owns the cattle of a thousand hills. I said well, I'm telling you that God is a way maker. You don't have to stay in that bondage that you're living in. Somebody just needs to get up tonight and move from that area of your life. It may seem scary, but I'm leaving Egypt tonight. I'm fixing to get out. I'm going to move. How many ever wonder what was going to happen to you and then you look back and you're glad, so glad that you made that move? I'm telling you, if you could tonight would begin to get up and move from that place in your spirit, I promise you, you're going to, think I'm glad I made that move can I preach to you tonight that that Egypt was to prepare you for the journey that you're you're headed on now when they left Egypt God gave them a cloud by day and a fire by night the cloud was for protection and the fire was to keep them warm and to give them guidance he said I will never leave you and I'll never forsake you. Lo, I will be with you always. Even until the ends of the earth. I don't know where, where you're headed right now. But I promise you, God's not going to leave you alone. He's going to give you a cloud to direct you. He's going to protect you from the, from the heat of the world. And from those things. He's going to give you a fire that will keep you warm in cold times. He also flew them in Quail. And he also flew in manna in the morning. There was provision there. There was protection and provision. But the journey was only to lead them to a place where they could possess their promise. Somebody say, I'm on a journey. I moved from Egypt. I moved from Egypt and I'm on a journey. And I want to possess tonight. I want to possess my promises. I want to possess it. It's bigger than that It's not enough I'm telling you That manna will run out we'll get, we'll get, It'll get If you eat something long enough You go on to something else I remember When, when I worked at Ashley I drank, I drank uh, those uh, What was those? The Mountain Dews The, the what, Mountain Lightning And I drank those things I said man I need, I need to make enough money I can, I can get the real stuff I want the real Mountain Dew. I don't know what that orange juice had in it, but I knew I didn't want no more of it. I'm sorry. If you offer me one, I'm going to pass by because I've had enough of that. I want the real stuff. Can I hear somebody? Have you had enough of the things that just just got you by long enough? I'm ready for some real stuff. Have you got fed up in the spirit? I'm tired of just getting by from Sunday to Wednesday. I'm just tired of getting by. I'm ready for some real stuff. I'm ready to walk up into somebody at Walmart and lay my hands on them and see God touch them. I'm ready for some real stuff. Are you ready tonight to experience the real things that God has for us? Are you? Is somebody ready to move from where you've been living over the last? I'm telling you, it's coming. You have to watch the wilderness journey because wanderers, a wandering spirit will cost you what God has ahead of you. It was the wanderers that that left Egypt with Joshua and Caleb that cost them 40 years in the wilderness. Don't allow a wandering spirit to cause you to move out of the will of God. What was only supposed to be a short journey ended up taking 40 years of their life. But I'm telling you when we leave here on purpose When we leave here with a mindset That nobody else can stop us The whole purpose for the manna was to teach them what God Could do He could provide provision for them He could provide but they got addicted To it I can't get addicted to what I had yesterday I can't get addicted To the service that we had two weeks ago Or last Sunday I need something new I need something different. When I would go to prayer God, show me something new. Give me something different because I'm desiring more than what I had yesterday. Is there anybody ready to move? Some may be tonight at a place where you're staring at Jordan. Looking across a great big old feet. Could you imagine standing on those banks of Jordan looking as Joshua and them did that that day the current was probably like crossing the Mississippi River over over in Memphis if you ever just be be at the Bass Pro Shop and looked out there and there's just you see big old what they call them things in the water that look like tornadoes that current is just just so so strong it could take you away they would be standing there looking at that but Joshua got a word. He got a word from the Lord and he says, when, I, when you see the ark, in Joshua chapter 3 and verse 7. When you see the ark, can I remind you what was in the ark? The ark in there dwelt inside there, that rod of Aaron. When you see the authority walk in front of you. When you see the, 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 the pots of manna pass by you. When you see this, the Ten Commandments that represent the law of God pass by you, I want you to get up from where you're sitting and move. Can I, tell, can I give this church some instruction tonight when you see the Spirit of God pass by you? There's only one thing that we need to do. As Joshua told him, we need to get up and begin to move. I'm not, I'm not interested in just staying where I was at or where I've been can I tell you tonight I've said a lot of stuff to tell you it's time to move when you see the spirit of God begin to fall as the songs begin to go forth don't sit in that pew don't stay where you at don't don't it's time to get up and just move it's time to get up from that comfort zone and get out in the aisle and begin to move it's t- can I tell you what God told me it's time for some runners to be found in Middleton again it's time for some shout to come back in Middleton again. I tell you, it's time to move. It's, and and, and, and I, I prepared myself because God, God told me, He said, I want you to challenge my people to move. Because when they make a move, I'm going to allow the priest begin to step into the water. Because watch it, it wasn't until they moved that Joshua told the priest to put their feet in the water. And when they began to move and to follow Him, verse 14 says, look behind them and make sure their tents are packed up. I'm not interested in staying where I've been living. Are you interested in staying with with what you've had for the last 10 years, 5 years, a year, month? I'm telling you, I've seen it. There's more out there for me than what I have. And if it takes me packing my tent up and it takes me doing some things that I don't want to do, I'm ready for those, for those priests to take that ark. And the Spirit of God to begin to lead me into the Jordan. And the Bible says as they went down, they got in the midst of the Jordan. And they got it right in the middle. Why? So when I became weary, when I became focused on the water that were beside me, when I began to, to look around and think about all the things that were trying to overcome me at this time, Right in the middle, I'm going to pass by the Spirit of God again. Joshua strategically put them there. Can I tell you that God has strategically put things in your life that when you, about the time you're going to get so tired that you're ready to give up. Whoa, there's the Spirit I feel again. When you show up at church on Sunday and they begin to sing about the name. And Brother Joseph cranks that song up. If you walked in sick, you're going to walk out healed. When you walked in heavy, you're going to walk out. Does somebody believe that tonight? Because if you, ever, if you ever get a hold of it the way that God's put it inside of me, you're not going to sit there tonight. You're going to follow after the Spirit. You're going to be looking and saying, where's those priests at? I'm not sitting here waiting on them. I want to see them. Where's the Spirit of God happening at tonight? Is it back here on this side or is it over there? I'm going to be looking for the Spirit of God because I'm ready to get across because when I'm telling this church when you get across there's going to be things that we possess that you had never imagined before. The enemy's going to tell you there's giants in the land. I know there's giants in the land but my promise is there too. I've got to get a bigger picture of what I desire than what I've got to face. I'm telling you, Joshua stood before him. He said, when you see the presence of God, when you see the presence of God, get up and follow it. The word over the past few weeks Around here is get up, move, get beyond those things. You are better than that. You're more than that. You can't overcome. Why? What's happening? What's happening? God's getting you in the mindset that you're not going to be scared to follow those priests when His Spirit comes down. Get up, move. Get beyond those things. Leave them behind. Leave, pack your tents up. Let's go. Let's let's move. Why? Because the spirit is moving through this place, and I'm telling you, there's going to be possessions that people have that you never, you're going to set back next year and say, "How in the world did I get what I done?" I tell you, you could be that person. Or you could be that one that's still sitting right where you was and wondering how did they get what they wanted to do. But I tell you tonight, I've made up in my mind. I'm going to be one of those who get up and get after it. If it takes me praying more, I'm going to pray more. If it takes me reading more, I'm going to read more. If it takes me fasting more, I'm going to fast more. God, why? Because I'm tired of living on this side of where I should have been. And on the other side, there's my dreams, there's my desires, there's my possessions. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to take a mindset of I got to get up and move. I'm telling you, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 2. 2 Corinthians 10 and 4 says For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but are mighty Through God, through the pulling down of strongholds Can I tell you, your weapons are your praise Your weapons are are your worship Your weapons are are your your prayers And I'm ready to use them Have you been practicing them? I I still got some edges on my sword I'm trying to chip off I'm trying to get it sharp where it don't take so much out of me to swing it like it used to. I'm trying to get there. If I can get that sword, how many is ready to sharpen yourself? How many can stand with me tonight as we close? Could you stand with me? And you say, Brother Jody, I'm tired of staying where I am. I'm ready I am ready, I am ready, I am ready. I feel in my spirit right tonight, I'm ready to move. I am ready to get beyond those things. If it takes me getting out of the norm and doing something totally different than I've ever done, are you willing to? Are you willing to? If it if it take man, I'll tell you, I've been in this church service and I've seen Brother Joel Barnes roll across this place and roll and roll and roll and roll. The night before his wreck, I've seen him roll and roll and roll. I've seen him take out that wall back there. Why? Because he's on fire for God. Because God was doing things in his life. I've seen, I've seen different ones shout and dance in this place. And sing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. What What's happening? I'm moving out of where I used to be. And I'm getting into a realm. I want to see God move. To see God move means I move too. What would have happened if they'd have stayed on the banks of the river and let those priests walk across by themselves? They'd have been sitting over there. Well, I guess they made it. Reckon what's going to happen to them? Them big old jokers over there. No. They had up in their mind I'm tired of wandering around this mountain. What did Caleb and Josh, I've been around this mountain long enough. Are you tired of walking through the same way, the same life, doing the same thing over and over? What, what's the two rules in life? Never give up. Two, never forget rule one. I ain't quitter. I'm not a quitter. I don't care who I'm, who I'm, who I'm roping against. If you're roping faster, I'm going to figure out how to rope as fast as you can. If you play playing basketball, you may jump higher than me, but I'm going to take your knees out, Chris. I don't care what it takes. I'm not going to lose. You hear me? I'm not going to lose. I refuse to let the devil take my possessions. I refuse to allow him to have what's mine. That mindset we got to get, I'm moving. You may have to prepare yourself between now and Sunday I, I, I'm, I'm going to work on me I'm going to prepare myself Why? I'm not coming here with the same praise that I had the last time I came I'm not coming here with the same song Same mood Same thing that I've always done Why? Because I'm going to get the same results To do the same thing over and over And expect a different result Is the definition, Webster says, of Insanity And to live for a God like you and I have. that says He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. Would be insane to walk in and out of here. Can anybody tell there's a difference in the spirit? There's excitement here. I'm telling you, I believe that anything can happen tonight. I was anticipating they couldn't couldn't put enough deals on me today to keep me there busy. They gave me one at 5.35 and I had him out the door at 6 o'clock. Why? Because I was ready to get here. Because I believe that if somebody would move, if somebody would step out of the aisle, then do something different than what we've done for the past. What you've done for years or or maybe what's accustomed to you or you might out of your normal routine, set in a different place. Y'all want to y'all want to jack him up Sunday set in a different spot. What what's happening? We moving pastor, we doing something different. If we if we flip-flop church Sunday, <laughs> he come here. When he makes his rounds down the aisle, he up. Oh, he had to go down this way. What's happening? We're moving. We're changing things up. I'm not going to be the same. Come in here smiling at him when he's sitting up here reading the text and everybody's just smiling at him. He can't say we're sitting there looking at him. What's happening? We're changing as a body, Pastor. I know you've changed the way you preach, but we're changing as a body. We're ready to move. We're ready to pack up our tents. I'm ready to cross Jordan. I'm ready to get what's mine. There's mountains. Caleb was 85, and he said, give me my mountain. Can somebody tonight raise your hands or lift your hearts right now and say, God, give me my mountain. Tell him right now you're ready to change. You're ready to move. I'm telling you, there's miracles ha- that can happen that want to be displayed in this body. There's testimonies that want to be co- that God wants out of this body. Not, not, not so we can say we we the church that has miracles. So for His glory's sake. I, I believe that there's certain times in life that God allows things to come to us when we're ready to receive those things. If if he, if he sent a 25 soul revival and we're not staffed to teach enough Bible studies, why would He send them? He said the labors white, but or the harvest is white, but the laborers are few. So, I believe that God has a perfect time for this church. And he sent me tonight simply to say it's time to move, y'all. I'm not coming here to, to 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 glamour you. I'm just simply here. Y'all know I'm a simple word preacher. I don't I don't get in depth, but I'm telling you, my spirit. There's there's one phrase that God put in me for the last two weeks, even before Brother Wilbank said you're preaching. It's time to move. So as before we dismiss, if you can lift your hands, find your place to pray, you may want to move out and you walk around this altar and do something different. That's fine. I tried to cut us a little short. You do something different. If, it, if it's cry out like Hannah did, it's okay. Nobody's going to make fun of you. If, whatever you want to do, this is your time in God's. And you, let's show him right now. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to do something different, God. We pray today that this word has blessed you, minister to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.